It's time for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Now, the shots will be taken off to our right, the opposite side of the wall, and fans are flooding through the concourses to get behind that goal. This is awesome, David. We can literally see in the corridor. Look at this. Fans running from the wall over there. The environment all night has been phenomenal, and now the fans are going to get as close as they're allowed to get here. And now the fans unleashed allowed into the section. As they flood in behind the goal, you see Will Johnson waving the supporters on. Buddy, this is what the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup is all about. It never makes sense. It's never simple. It's always fun. It's always dramatic. Orlando City and NYCFC have put on a show, and we are headed to penalty kicks. If he scores, they stay alive. If he misses... Orlando City faces Atlanta United in the semifinals of the U.S. Open Cup. Cheneau, the short run up. And Greenwich guesses right, and the crowd goes wild. Orlando City Soccer Cup, for the first time ever, are headed to the Open Cup semifinals. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jason J.J. Jose, alongside my two grande amigos, Eddie the Kavish. How are you? Great, man. Big week for the club. Big, big week. And Cleon, what's happening? Not much. What What does grande amigos mean? What, the, what are you trying to B- say? Big friends. Big friends. Uh-oh. Okay. I ain't that damn big. No, no. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Aren't you married to a Hispanic? You don't know what grande amigos is? I I, just, I know what grande means. I don't know what the heck how you were using it. No, but now I got some little good friends. It's really could mean a lot of things. Yeah, mean good can, friends. Really, yeah, literal translation friends. is big friends, but it really means like good friends. Good friends, like mates. But I ain't your friend, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we had an exciting, exciting week of Orlando City soccer uh, this past week, from U.S. Open Cup to the Columbus game. And red cards and misses P- missing PKs to a whole bunch of missing other PK PKs. He's not more. pure, not plural, plural. I'm sorry, plural. <laughs> <laughs> missing He's, PK. Uh, well, one person missed the PK that's missed more than once. Yeah, so it could be plural PKs. Yeah. Um, but first, let's go over our uh, sponsors. Sponsors, yes. Uh, Accurate Mortgage Group. 
um, Leo, our good friend at Accurate Mortgage Group, uh, for all your mortgage lending needs, uh, follow at AMG Lenders. He's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and he has all the information. If you need to buy a house, he's the man to get it. He can get you guys some lower mortgage rates and things like that. And then uh, Casey Sports Bar right here in Heathrow. Today is Wednesday. Yes, we are doing it on a Wednesday. Uh, we had some personal stuff, and if you hear in the background, it's karaoke night. So these people are trying to sing their lungs out, and I mean, they're... Whew, it's karaoke night here, so... It's almost uh, 10 o'clock, so they're a bit <coughs> sauced up already. Yeah, yeah, they're sauced up already. And then Field Turf? Yeah, Field Turf USA. Thanks for being a sponsor with us. Uh, Chris is out there to Open Cup. He loves the Open Cup. He was out there in the wall having a good time. And uh, just glad to have him on board, uh, as usual. All right. Let's uh, review the week of uh, that past, which was a great week for Orlando City fans. Uh it was uh, basically uh, a week that I think um, was probably the most memorable week ever for Orlando City. First off, uh, we go in uh, to play New York City FC and the United States Open Cup, and we advanced to the semifinals with a win. Uh, it was started, uh, we, we should have not even gone to PKs or, or extra time, but we uh, got a little tired there at the end and let uh, little Morales score a goal. And then uh, we went into extra time, and I think the heart and the hustle of our team and the dedication that these players now have towards James O'Connor and the fight uh, took us into PKs, and then uh, we won with a PK, and then uh, the running of the wall, and, of course, uh, Grinowitz. Uh, Adam, who did a great job in goalkeeping. Let's talk a little bit about this uh, Open Cup, open cup uh, Eddie. What did you think about it? I think it was uh, one of the best games ever uh, from heart and determination from the players. Okay, so yeah, the Open Cup, I thought, was just a galvanizing moment for the entire fan base. Those who were there are never going to forget it. I mean, it was amazing. Um, we had it one nothing, had a control, and then we just weren't keeping possession at the end. A little tired, brain dead, kind of Chicago flashback. And with then New York was pummeling us at the end. We were hanging out for dear life and a deflection off of Jansen by Maxi Morales. So annoying, man. They teased that he wasn't going to play and all that. And they, they played him and what, um, what's their, their, their striker's name? Ferber? Keber? Uh, Aber. Aber, Aber, yeah. Aber. They played him too. So that was annoying. But um, <clears throat> he, he tied it. And then at the end, at that point, we had made mostly defensive subs. We were just hanging on. We had no offense. I felt like that that extra time, we were just hanging on, almost playing for PKs. I mean, we had no offense for firepower out there. The second 15, we brought in Benji, which helped a little bit, but he, he's, you know, it, it is what it is. And the PKs, man, I mean, fantastic. The And New York tries to, just to recap, New York won the coin toss. They chose to kick the penalty kicks uh, on the opposite side of the wall. So the wall said, man, bump that. And they ran all the way across the concourse. Many people joined them. Security stopped it, and then they decided, you know what? They just bull rushed security, and then Alex Leitao came out to the rescue. Hats off to him. Um, by then, some fans have gone through, but Alex Leitao said security, essentially. Why are you blocking them? And they just noticed the moment was big and let the fans jump in and have that there. But the fans surrounded the, the, that area, pumped up the, the PKs, um, pumped up the, the club. Tesha came out, banged one home. Uh, Grinwood stopped the first save and went, you know, it's crazy. 
It went nuts. Greenwich was amazing. And Greenwich in the first 10 minutes had an absolutely ridiculous save off of Chanel header, who he, you know, he, he just owned Chanel for the night. And uh, that was top three in, on the ESPN top 10. I mean, what a performance. Um, real quick, talking about uh, James O'Connor bringing in defense. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, they didn't I, do their you job. can't. Nobody can say anything bad about that move that he did. No, they were up one nothing. Uh, he's bringing the defense to hold the game to win the game. Yeah. Now, unlucky, you know, we, they scored a goal. Yeah, there was a couple moments like Tesho <laughs> tried to like do like a, you know, diagonal cross, you know, and then Sebas tried to like. I mean, I guess it was a fast break there, but why don't you just kick it in a corner and just waste time? Like, there's nobody there. You could, who cares? There's no offsides when you're in your own I'm half. Just, like, I'm just, I'm just talking about dumb. more of there was fans like, oh, why didn't he bring this? No, no, no. no, no, no. no. I'm saying that. Yeah, Think had, about the game. We're up at one nothing. We're you know, tired. We're, yeah. we're tired. He's bringing defense to stop the, the their attack. Yeah, exactly. and that's a great. You know, tactical move by it, it James O'Connor. Nothing he did wrong. On he that. didn't it do anything just, wrong, it, and then he brought in Benji. I mean, that's what he had to do yeah. as the fourth sub in extra time. Yeah. So, sure. uh, I to me, I think James O'Connor did a great job in that. Cleon, what is your thoughts about the U.S. Open Cup, uh, the uh, nice PK victory win there? Yeah, I feel like I feel like that game was probably probably the biggest moment Orlando City and MLS has had so far because it's it's they needed that they needed that moment they needed that that um, there's been a lot of division you know what I mean. And and there's been a lot of division. It's been over the years. There's been this whole this whole supporters versus front office, and and you know it's just been a whole lot of this stuff, man. And I feel like I feel like that game, not like a kumbaya moment or something like that, but it was like it was like a coming together. You know what I mean? And and it's like uh, I feel like it was just it was just much needed, man. This this whole week and and everything that that moment. I've never gone crazy like that a game. Like I'm very calm and collected, like at games. Mm-hmm. Like I, my wife was even just like she's like I'd never seen good. Like I was going nuts. Like when they when they were trying to uh, when they when they switched to the other side of the field. Yeah. And they tried to go over, and yeah. I saw people start running, bro. There was like this old man that came out of the wall, bro. Like he had like a he had like a like a, like a walker or yeah. something. I'm like, bro, he was gonna get. I don't even know if he ever got over there, but he was trying. Yeah, I bet he made it, man. That's and, awesome. And man. it was nuts, man. And and everyone was just, get over there, get over there. Everybody's running. Then they tried to stop him. I was like, there's no way they're gonna get stopped. No, yeah, there's yeah. no way. No way. I thought and, it was and great. Alex, and then Alex coming over, and it's like I feel like you know he. There's been a whole lot of you know back and forth with with supporters against Alex and stuff like that, and I feel like Alex got a little more respect that night, and mm-hmm. and um just the club in general, man. Like there's in between that, it's it's just like the the I feel like everything's starting to come together. Yeah, even the ten dollar days and the five dollars. Yes, beer, everything, right? everything. Like, yeah, it feels everything. Like, yeah, even even with the even with the whole thing, or now they're now with the, us moving on to face Atlanta and everything like that, and it's just like it's it's just. This club needed this, man. It needed this. And and the way they're going about it and even the whole, you know, screw Atlanta and like the block and not even letting them buy tickets and crap oh, until like after we're all done. The Twitter account tweeting them as plastics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is and there a new social uh, media person there or something? Man. It seems like it, honestly. <laughs> but uh yeah. it's just it was it's it's needed, man. Cause it's just been so it's been so much. It's been so much. And it's been the fans, it's been supporters, it's been us, it's been you know, everyone. Yeah. Everyone. It's it's always it's always, oh, screw the coach or screw the front office or 
or you know everything the players and it was just like even even like with will johnson will johnson's respect has gone up will johnson's the one who is like calling yes the switch sides. yes and then come on that moment that i mean that's got when will johnson scored that pk and he went to that wall there wasn't an ounce of like no bro. you know what i mean like no he didn't deserve it he's been good no whatever people None change of their it. minds do we, do we sign it. him again for next year at the right at the right price <laughs> at the price, right price, the yeah. right price. look I'm, he looks jacked i don't know what he's on but he looks jacked and more fit than ever he's He's playing good. He's I, ripped. I, I, yeah, he's he's doing what he but, needs to do. But Cleon, Cleon's, yeah, I think hitting on hitting it on the head here. There's been a lot more unifying and kind of love. Yes, it's and been. Yeah, and it, it feels like the club is is the roots of the club is is that from the top down, it's it's kind of unified. Everybody's heard, right? It's like a ground up kind of feeling, right? Like like we have history, NYC, you know, NYCFC, you got a history, the whole thing. This feels like our history and our present is tying together. A little bit, and and plus Atlanta's a perfect opponent because you know what brings people together? Hatred. Yeah. We all hate Atlanta. <laughs> Social media yeah. guy, everybody hates Atlanta, and so I think, I mean, I think it's great. But the, those PKs, the moments, I'll be honest too. When they they, I look at the at our team, I'm like, who are we gonna have to take PKs? And then yeah, bro, you know, and Tesho, they all came. Well, Tesho almost Tesho all felt, came through. Yeah, Tesho came. Tesho, I felt good about. I was like, okay, and Tesho bang, dude, banged it. They just bought our corner, not even no chance. Right, and then Greenwood saved the first one. I lost it. I had, man. bro. I had I no. Lost I, it. I had no doubt. I yeah. had no doubt about Greenwood. Yeah, and, and respect to a couple of guys. There's a ton of people that went to the other side, but I know Carlos and Kyle were like right in the front. I think Kyle was the one that was juking the security guard, and Kyle Butler, and then uh, David Valentine was next to me, a row behind, and he he disappeared. He ran. He ran. I tried to get there. my wife to go, but she was kind of like, "Are we? Can we?" Then it was too late, you know, and uh, and then I just stayed where I'm at, which I regret. But Dave David was right there in the front, man. So hats off to everybody who did that. You're all freaking legends for doing that. I mean, I Great just job, I, I love that the, the accolades everyone's getting because of, of you guys doing that is I mean deserved. You guys deserve the props, and that was a heck of a moment. And then Kyle Smith, buddy, man, what a banger! What the a PK shot he to, took. to put us up two two to nothing at that point. That was upper ninety, hit it hard. You know that hey, you could count on him, and he didn't do a ten forty easy. He took the hard way. The best one was oh Yuri Rosell. <laughs> he, he, he did the math and took the low probability and banged it home. And then um, Yuri, man, taking his time, just relaxed and just and he just stood there after. That, that's Bro, a professional. All of, all that's a professional. Yeah, you saw that how calm he was when he that's took that. A, that's uh, playing overseas and knowing you know in, in the moment. The moment. Yeah, he was the sixth guy at that time. Yeah. Right, because because uh, what happened after Kyle Smith was one. Dominic Dwyer goes up and takes the PK, and then he, so he, he stutter steps. The intention to that for that is to make the goalie move. The goalie moved, so he decided to hit it at the goalie who just moved <laughs> instead of away from the goalie. That was a horrendous penalty kick. And then uh, and then um, then the NYC is there, and then do it. We get to five and five. Dylan Powers shows him what you do. You make the goalie move, and then you make it. <laughs> and then uh, Will Johnson bangs on home. And then um, who else? That's everybody there, right? Yeah, yeah. And then. Then we go to six man. Here comes Yuri and just sinks it calmly. Takes his time. And then Grinwiz gets Chano again. It's like Chano. It was perfect you, that old Chano, bro. Yeah, exactly. I hate that dude so much. And he man. stopped Ring too. I That's another stand jerk. This dude. And he stopped Ring who who was trying to fight with Dom all game. Yeah. So that was. He was at Chano to you. You can't make this. You know, no pass. <laughs> and uh, he just shut him down. And then I mean, it had to be Grinwiz's highlight. Everybody came accolades and the team looked unified. No, no division. Brian Rowe was congratulating him. 
I mean, what a freaking moment. Everybody, even uh, Rajasin came in. Yeah. Every, you saw Costa. You saw base. all the guys that were up on the, you know, sitting in the bleachers. Nani, that Nani came over and jumped Nani on Nani was like slapping him in the face like, you, 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 you. Yeah, you know, Nani like, jumped in the pile. Chris Muter flew over the pile. That was my favorite <laughs> moment. And then, then I, I seeing Cleon afterwards, you know, Cleon's been been av- the biggest advocate for Grinwis. He was leaving. And I said, Cleon, your mad did it. We actually had like, like a, we were just like so pumped, you know, at that moment. We were just kind of screaming. Yeah, but that, yeah. that whole... That whole moment, man, like, I, I feel like that was, because, um, like, all the animosity, like, going back to, like, all the animosity and stuff like that, all that has been, like, oh, because it was, you know, Phil and Inchy, Phil and Inchy, yeah. you know what I mean? And then, and then, even though uh, Flavio and these guys, they've been around for, they don't really get credit for it, but they've been around for at least half of them championships, even sell championships they have. But yeah, everybody thinks, like, that. Flavio showed up but, on day one of MLS. But, but uh, besides that. Um, you know, Flavio and all these guys, they never got credit for those things. So I feel like this moment here was like it was the first of their actual moments where where it was just them. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, and and yeah. where they got the credit for it. And there was nobody. It wasn't about Inchio. It wasn't about Phil. It was about it was about, uh, you know, the current front office and and uh, James. Yeah. You that, know what I mean? So I, I just feel like all these guys, that's, that felt like the first, the start. You know what I mean? The start of 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 their moment. Uh, I like that a lot. That's a gr- great, great point. I didn't even think of that, really. So all the other history, everyone thinks of it as Phil and and, and Inchi, right? So this is this is their history. And James O'Connor, we felt like, okay, is this a homage to the supporters, the old OGs, right, to bring in an old player, right? And... When when and I talked about how the Open Cup means a lot because of our USL history, and there, there's been if anyone doubts that the Open Cup means a lot, I mean you, you just you're just blind. Look how much Wednesday meant to all of us. So this having a James O'Connor to kind of tie the past and the future, if if it works out like it has so far, it's a great move because now you're you know you you're it's like the whole where we don't pay attention to our history. I mean James O'Connor is part of that history and now he's part of the present. But the president would lay down and 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 Flavio. So man, yeah, that's a great point. Let me ask you guys a question. It's a, it's a new chapter in the history. Yeah. Well, talking about a new chapter, does this uh, f- where does this fit this victory on the uh, Orlando City all time history of great wins? Does this beat the USL Championship, or is this right underneath it's it? It's two separate things. To me, yeah, like yeah. It's it's to me like you don't you can't really combine the USL the the USL and the MLS stuff is for me. This is the best MLS there's been, and like for me, like the past is the past. That's where I'm gonna leave it, bro. Like I'm not gonna forget about it mm-hmm. and say it don't matter or nothing like that. But I mean, it's time to turn the page, and I feel like that's what we did. So I don't, I don't care about uh, if it's better than like you know who we won a USL championship or you know stuff like that. I feel like this is the start of something new, and this as far as MLS goes, and, and you know, the new version of Orlando City, this is the top moment so far. Yeah. yeah. And if you beat Atlanta, it's going to be the – that's going to be the top. Yeah. And, and if the club feels like they're they're kind of restarting, right, rebirth, and I don't know. That was a great – that's a great kind of time stamp, a great moment, a great imprint to, to signify the rebirth, you know. So, yeah, like a phoenix rising from the ashes there. It felt great. So while we were getting that victory and Alex Leighton was in the wall celebrating the victory, 
the news of a trade right at that time was breaking also. Mm-hmm. So at that time, Orlando... I think it was the mainland who got it, right? G- correct. Mainland mm-hmm. reported it, was one of the first to report it, mm-hmm. and then... Um, other uh, media started reporting it that Orlando had signed, well, traded for uh, Robinho from the Columbus crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had traded uh, $50,000 uh, in allocation money. Yeah. And then, uh, what was it, another 100000 in potential? Yeah, potentially uh, another 100000 Yeah, We had just that. got 50000 for for um, versus, like moving down in the allocation order. Uh, with somebody, Toronto or someone. No, it was there. it wasn't for allocation or I it think was it was just our rights or we, somebody. We had we whoever that that last person they signed was apparently we had them on our discovery list. Oh, that's or right, discovery like that. list. So yeah, that fifty thousand was essentially turned over well, right free to, money. To, to get. Yeah, exactly. So we ended up with we end up with Robinho, mm-hmm. um, who has played uh, nineteen games for the Columbus Crew. Um, is a winger. Who's also played in Seattle, which is in Brazilian national or Brazilian team in Brazil. What do you guys think about this trade? Is it going to be good for Orlando City? Um, with, I mean, to me, I don't know yet until uh, I get to see him on the field. 19 games, zero goals. But, I mean, he's a good guy that knows how to play with the ball and knows how to distribute well. But if we're looking for scoring, this guy really is not a scorer. Yeah. Um, but, if we're looking for somebody to cross the ball, he he's the guy that can create and give the ball up. Um, Cleon, what do you think about this uh, trade with uh, Robinho from Columbus? I mean, I like it because we didn't give anything up to get it. So I mean, it's I mean, you're not losing anything. Um, he's he's young enough. He's 24, 25, something like that. Uh, super fast. He's really little. Well, I know. He's, he's five like, foot five. He's like five five. One forty, pretty slightly. Like yeah, one forty or so. But I mean, he's got the quickness that you would expect to go with a guy that size. Um, it's very. He reminds. He actually reminds. It's weird. He reminds me a little bit of Coman. Me like too. Coman when Coman mm-hmm. plays on the wing. Yeah. Um, except for his, you know, he seems to handle a little more tightly than Coman. You know, Coman's got a little heavy foot. Yeah. Um, so he seems like the the way he, the way he dribbles with the ball and stuff like that he he does remind me a lot of Coman but you know like I said without the without the bad touch um, it's really fast I mean, I mean I like it I like it and he's also a seasoned player I mean he's been around he's played since uh, it's been what in, counting with Brazil about six years as already a as a professional so he's pretty seasoned already yeah I think Coman's the, the good comp to be honest you watch like the videos of him. Uh, he he could take people on, right? He he could cre- he could create, he could do some stuff. Um, he he could pass. He he could play both wings, left and right, which, and then he could even play centrally against us. He had that nice bicycle kick that Roe made a brilliant save on. He gave us he gave us a heck of a time. Um, he was probably the our biggest problem against him uh, when we played the crew at Columbus. And then um, so I, I saw him and I was like, I thought it was pretty impressive. F- final product's an issue. He doesn't he's not really a scorer. But right now, if you think about it, we have Mueller and Nani as wingers. We're trying to make Benji a sort of winger. He's not really a winger. As you saw in the goal against uh, the crew at home, you know, he, look what he did centrally. And that's what I was saying last week, that he's not really, you know, he, he does. In college, he was a, a striker. Um, so I think uh, that gives us more depth at wing, a guy who could play both and who could also play in the midfield. Uh, James O'Connor has said it numerous times. They like versatile players. Tesho's a versatile player. Meter's versatile. Nani, etc. A lot of guys can play multiple positions and have been asked to. 
So having a guy on the cheap like this, I think it's going to cost 190 or so, $1,000. Um, the only downside, it takes the international spot for now, um, which I think are filled. Well, um, you can acquire those. But we didn't we didn't spend a lot on them, and we need we need depth. And, and most importantly, um, I have confidence in this front office. There's a Brazilian connection here, right? Everyone talked about the Brazilian connection uh, takeover before. What's actually here now? And um, Luis Muzi um, um, is Brazilian, of course. And um, and we have Leonardo Baldo and Ricardo Moreira, who are Brazilian, and they were um, at least Ricardo Moreira is, yeah. He, they're the ones who it looks like they brought Robinho to the crew, right? And they, then Robinho was following them, etc. And they're comfortable with him. And and these are the guys, or at least Morea, Musi are credited for finding Ruan, who was in the second division. So you know, I'm going to give them a little bit of leeway and trust them a bit on this. And I think it's a it's a good depth signing and 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 speed. And if he plays on the right and Mueller's left or central, I mean, it's a lot of versatility. We move our wingers a lot in different spaces and. And he he's got enough football acumen to, to you know to play off of Huan really good, and that's a lot of speed on one side. And you know you, that as yeah. a sub, him and Benji as subs, you know that's a lot of speed. They said we wanted to get younger and more athletic. Check check check. Or you can uh, what you can do is um, you could have the Brazilian connection on one side yeah, and the, and the Portuguese, Portuguese connection on the other side. Yeah, exactly. Well, Mueller's too good to be sitting down. I don't know what you do with him in that case, but yeah. whatever. I mean, Mueller could play striker too. I don't know. But the point is, we have options. We didn't really have winger depth before. Ben- Benji's been been a good a good uh, pick, but he's not really like a true winger. So I um, and he's he's still young. So I I think it's fine. I think it's a good move. Yeah, I expected be- something like this anyways. Yeah, Rabino, he's he's got I mean, he's got a good work rate and stuff like that. He's got all this stuff that, you know, James likes. Yeah, that's right. His wingers. So he's he's got a really high work rate, which Coman didn't have um defensively and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. Um so I mean it's it's a good I don't see how you can crap on a signing like that. I mean, you yeah. got him for nothing. Yeah, and it's and it's not a blind signing, like you said. Like, I mean, our our all our scouts and Moosey, they're well, not Moosey as much, but um you know, our scouting, um, yeah, they're all extremely familiar with them because they, they're the ones that went out and looked at them and liked them and brought them in in the first place. With the victory, 1-0 over um, Columbus over the weekend. So <clears throat> there was a gentleman's agreement that Robinho would not play in this game. And it wasn't like the Marim one where everybody was scared of violence. Yeah. It was just a gentleman's agreement. It was just a gentleman's <laughs> agreement that Robinho wouldn't play in this one. So we come out. Uh, it was a snoozer, that game, to be honest with you, until Benji scored the goal. And then uh, we ended up winning 1-0, and we lost the, uh, a player there in Dom Dwyer with the red card for an elbow to the face of Williams. Um, but they were going at it. Uh, Dwyer comes in. I think he only played probably like 10 minutes. And he ended up going to the locker room pretty early. Uh, it was a great victory for us. I don't care if we win one nothing. I don't care if it was sloppy. Uh, and I don't care if we win 10 nothing. A victory is a victory. It's three points, and we go on to the next game. Um, a lot of fans, from what I saw, were like, oh, this was a bad game. You know, we just got lucky. Well, Part of the game is luck. How many times have we been unlucky? It's yeah, so, so <clears throat> we won. We got the three points, and uh, we're right there at the uh, seventh place at the uh, red line. Cleon, uh, what are your we're thoughts? Eighth place, I think, right? No, I, I didn't see well, much. We're, yeah, right we were there. tied with. Oh, yeah, yeah depending on yeah. game's hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, what did you think about this game against Columbus? Um, what are your thoughts? 
No, I mean it's a good victory because I mean, considering what you you what you did during the week, with uh, with in between, with in between um, all the all the playing we had to do for the week with the 120 minutes we just came through and and things like that. I mean, guys are gonna be exhausted. So, I mean, any points you're gonna take from a game like that, you you just take it and you accept it. I didn't see much negativity from it. That's that's JJ and his JJ likes to hang out on uh, OC Facebook, so <laughs> he gets a little he gets a little different crowd because he's always like I had a lot of fans and I'm like I didn't see nothing. That's everybody it. was happy with the three points. Look, I make JJ, a- JJ likes to hang out in the gutter over there in our OC Facebook. Yeah, I have an OC list <laughs> and it gets edited all the time. You know, you're in. You you can get in. You can get out. You, you know, if you're there or not, you can check. Um, but uh, so yeah, I, I I think there was a couple points to take from it. I don't really care how we won. I, I get the point saying we Columbus kind of sucks. We should have dominated. But let, let's put it a bit in perspective. Nani got Nani visited JJ's uh, Portuguese food truck of, <laughs> of choice, and he got food poisoning. I don't think so. I think he was with Juan eating some Brazilian food. Oh, at the outlets, right? Like. Yeah, yeah Ruan's at the outlets yesterday. Um, <laughs> um, he got food poisoning. So the point is, our offense is just definitely considerably less, you know, if explosive without Nani. So, um, and then you have 120 minutes from Tesho. You have just a ton of, of tired legs. Muter looked tired. Muter was, was getting people on, not making people, but just the touch would get away from him. That's a sign of just being leggy, just kind of heavy legged, right? So, um, and then, but. But there was some bright spots too. Asquez, man, you know, especially at the beginning of the second half, he made some, uh, had some great pressure, made some really great forward passes. We were getting swamped in the midfield and losing the ball. And, and Mendez too, one time passing and is recovering. You get one touch passes and, and just break down a line or two. And that's when our offense was being generated when we were just getting longer passes because the midfield was so clogged. And then Mendez was, was fantastic. I thought Asquez had a, had a, did his best, like you know, Higuita uh, impression, and he. I thought he had a good, good game. He was team of the week, first team, and then, um, and then look. If anybody doubts that Tesho is the starter, I mean, come on, Tesho played 120 minutes in the Open Cup a couple of days later and started. Yeah, and I, what, I was shocked he was able to go again. Yeah, for I didn't real. Expect to see him at all? No, me neither. And the, the, what? Ha- why is that? Because he's a, he's just been a, he's earned it, and he's a versatile player. When you bring in Dom, Tesho goes out to the wing. Dom can only do one thing, and I don't even know what that is anymore. And um, we had a couple of surprise things in the lineup. Like, I don't know why they didn't play Acosta, but Miller settled down to the game and did okay. I left back. Not much attack, but uh, he, he went in there. But I want to give credit to, to actually, let, me, let me Let me tell you about Kamal Miller. Yeah. Actually, I like the uh, – he actually played pretty well. At that left back, yeah. After that, he, that almost go by Sardis with the, the that was he was slow to react well, on that one. But uh, he he actually had a couple of nice crosses inside. He did in that shot, man. That would have barn burner, right? Oof, we would have made that on um, Bendik. Yeah, I got to talk about Bendik later. What a douche that guy. Um, so yeah, and then um um Lamine Sane, man. Uh, wow, he had ninety three point seven percent of his sixty three passes were completed. Um. Hats off. He turned the ball. Real bad turnover to midfield. Next pass, he, he gets from, from deep to Tesha right on the box, who should have put it down. And then the pass to win the game at the end. Lamin Sane uh, steps up on the right side, passes a perfect ball to Ruan, who made a run. And once Ruan gets full speed, nobody's catching him. Benji makes a, a run to the, in, to the inside post, to the near post, and bam, just, just puts it right over Bendik. Did anybody have a doubt when Benji got that, that if, you know Bendik wasn't going to save it? Oh, that happens so fast. Eh? It wasn't even enough time to yeah. see if he was That's going to true. Save it. Yeah, but what I, that was an underrated finish, I think. I mean, because he, he didn't have space. He just went right above him, man. That was 
that was clean and a good run. And, you know, look, Dom's been getting a lot of crap, but but Dom pulled off that run and gave space to Benji. So I'll give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. I think Columbus had too many chances, but, man, we were dead tired. Sané, Jansen, ate 120 minutes and everything. But I want to say, guys, what do you guys think about James O'Connor's subs, substitutions during this game? Phenomenal. Um, you know, you put in Dom. You need attack because yeah. you're tired. You're going and for Mueller the win. And Mueller was tired at the time. Mueller. So um, I spoke to Mueller after the game. Yeah. Um, and he basically, I, I just asked him a quick question. I go, are you tired? You know, you played two big games. And he goes, I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I go, well, thank you for doing what you're doing. Doing a great job of it. So, but I think he did great. I think, uh, you know, I was a big negative guy on JOC. And... I'm starting to like him. I mean, yeah. the guy's smart. Yeah, you're seeing the the, the tactical you're, mind. You're seeing that tactical mind that he knows what to do, which you really didn't see that with Jason Christ. I mean, heck, he's, he's even bringing players in the 65th, 70th minute. Yeah. Yeah. When and Adrian Heath never uses three subs. No, he never used it. He only <laughs> used it in the 89th minute or the 90th minute. Yeah. Um, and then subbed all three of them in for one minute. You could always count on the Surrounder Carrasco 94th minute. So. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, so, but James O'Connor to me is a smart, intelligent man. He's a very intelligent. He, he knows what he's doing. Um, and he just basically, you know, he's a very tactical minded guy. Yeah. Yeah. For you. What do you think, uh, Cleon, about the subs? Yeah, You're laughing I mean, over there because I, I used no, to be I have nothing to do with you right now. Yeah. Trust me. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I was saying about James when uh, when we were first going through the coaching hires. I said he's out of out of the three people they were talking about. He's supposed to be by far the the most tactically tactically creative and and uh, smart out of the three. I always said my what my concern was with him was always can he get people to buy in because he didn't have a long history of coaching many different teams so we knew he got we he we knew he ended up getting louisville to, to uh to buy in but he didn't have anything beyond that so you didn't know if he has a history of being able to get teams to buy in like jason christ his first team he had rsl he got that team to buy in but i every stop after that nobody wanted to hear it that's, <laughs> you that's, know what i mean yeah. Yeah. so that's what my concern was my concern with him was can he get um can he get his system to work on different players not the same group you know what i mean and and so far it's it seems like it's starting to work it, it you know it was a little sketchy last year through that through that half i don't know what the heck what that was all about but um i guess is what people say when they're talking about how you're not supposed to make midseason changes like that yeah. but, um because that just wasn't working at all uh, but uh so far I mean, these guys are in, man. Yeah, they're to- totally, total buy-in. You see a guy like Pat- uh, Patino comes in, right, for Will Johnson. You're like, wow, he's yeah. really going for it. This was a must-win. Look at the revs today, yeah. right? They're just 4-0 or whatever, right? Gustavo Bowser in already Bauer scoring. scoring a goal. The Toronto's reinforcing, right? We have to win. We got to beat the, the people behind, below us because there aren't that many. And he, he saw it. And he was like, this is a must-win. So he brought Patino in. Now we And then we had already Benji. We had Tesho and Dom. We were doing a 4-2-4 for a little bit. And then Patino went in and put a shift in. He's a striker. 
back a target nine kind of back to the to the goal kind of guy and he and did he was, a pretty darn good he, job yeah and he was just he was just bull he was coming back working stealing the stealing the ball i mean he put in a shift that's buy-in right there right and then and then you know what i want to give i want to give credit to to james o'connor for this we didn't go with the 4-2-4 too long and you know 4-2-4 was smart because we needed to go more direct like i said earlier the midfield was being clogged right but you know what he did he puts in he takes out tesha who had i don't know how how this guy is even like walking? He's got to have jello legs at this point, and he puts in Yuri Rossell, right? Yeah. So what does Yuri? So we go back to the four three three. James O'Connor in the halftime interview with Jenny Chu says that we are overloading on one side and we're going side to side too much. We need to go vertical. Watch where Lamine Sani makes the pass and how how overloaded we are on the right hand side. Why was Lamine Sani so far up? Because Yuri dropped back to be the second center back. If you don't make that sub, you don't have that space. Lamine took it and did a vertical pass with the overload, just like James had said. So that that was James' intentional, intentional. tactics uh, played, and then uh, then that run, the whole play was just well designed. And, you know, it looked like they something rehearsed. Look how clean that was—a perfect through ball, one touch pass, one touch finish. Yeah, I mean that was that was beautiful. So hats off to James for that and and for for making that that work like that. I thought that was great. And then Dom Dwyer. We're in extra time. We, that was still 10 minutes to go after we scored, plus extra time. We're all sweating because we just blew a late lead to NYC. We're tired. And then we're in extra time. Here comes Don Dwyer and he elbows a dude right in the face. So it was just like, you know, and then the, Why? the, wall, Why? the wall is behind, behind the player, right? So it's the, the, the ref belongs in OBT and all that. But you look at the replay. He deserved no, it. He, he was a red card. You you can't throw that elbow that pointedly. You got to keep it closer to your to your arm to your body to make it look accidental. Dude threw out the chicken wing out there, man. Just clocked him right in the face, a UFC style. And then he got the straight red, and he looked like he was gonna cry. But that was just so dumb. So now we're 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 the you know they're killing it. They're just attacking, attacking, attacking. We're down a man, holding on for a dear life. And here comes Harrison, awful, blasting from the top of the the box and row with an awfully good save. Just saves our day again. And then that was, you know, we were managed well, to pull out one the, to zero. Let's talk about the 90th minute. Dude, uh, he thinks he thinks nobody caught that yeah. Harrison awful and <laughs> he made an awfully good save. He's so ridiculous, man. Uh, <laughs> they just come in my head. It's ridiculous. It's just like I have like my head is like 10% dad jokes. Well, let's talk about the 90, 90th minute with Joe Bendig. Uh, oh, my save. goodness. Jo- so Joe comes in, you know, runs down, tries to get in the, the, uh, the, the box, box area with the corner kick. What are you doing, Joe? You know, you were a fan favorite here in Orlando. Two years ago. Right? You know, what the heck are you doing, man? Why are you trying to start fights? What is it your macho is? I mean, come on, man. Hey, look, man, let me tell you a secret. <laughs> oh, all the fans love Joe Bendick. But Joe Bendick was not one of the favorite players on this, was not one of, one of the favorite players on this team by teammates, oh, no. coaches, or like- anybody else. That dude is a grade A bag, bro. Yeah, for real. Like, seriously, looks like a grump, right? Like get seriously. off the lawn, curmudgeon. Yeah. He he was he was uh like, even my wife, even my wife, she had, she had met uh at our job. She had one of the players that came through, and um she was like, oh, because Joe was our favorite player or whatever, because we sit right behind the goal, so it was yeah. you know it's closest person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she was like, she was like, oh, Joe's my favorite. She was like, oh, I'm not gonna say the player's name, but she was like, oh, Joe's my favorite, and he was like, he was like, that dude's a. That dude's an a hole. That's what he. That's what he. Dude, literally said. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. He said that dude's an a hole. Yeah, 
Ugh. Point blank. Point blank. Well, look, Bendik, Bendik came in, right? And he starts pushing Ro. And he's so much bigger than Ro. You know, he's pushing Ro, like, off his spot. Like, this is my spot. Like, he just feels like, like, you know what he feels like? Like, like a big brother or someone, right? And they lost a room to their little brother and they just kind of take the space back. These are my toys. These are my toys. You don't play with those toys anymore. These aren't your toys anymore. You're not yeah. here. And he's like, they're my toys. And Ro kept pushing them back to his credit. Correct. So what does Bendik do? He goes back towards about the penalty spot, and then he runs into Jansen, Jansen's face. And Jansen, hello, Jansen is like the air, you the know, Swedish the, boy. I I did ancestry.com for him. He's direct lineage of Ragnar Lockbrook or oh Thor, God. one of those two, and uh, both. And then yeah, he doesn't he doesn't back down to Bendik one bit. And he's just shoving him back and forth. And then the the belt the whistle blows and. Jansen takes like a few steps and just lunges at Bendik in his face and is just like, eat that L, Bendik. And then Bendik starts losing it. I was great. That was one of my favorite moments right there, man. I mean, he just, it wasn't subtle at all. He jumped in his face and was like, eat that L, you know, bleepity bleep, McBleeper. Wow. And it was, it was a great moment. I, I just, it just, I, if you didn't love Jansen already, we do that. And Bendik always a line. Yeah, right, whatever. Get out of here. Scroll. All right. Let's talk about Dom. You brought up uh, with the elbow. Yeah. The missing of the PK uh, against NYCFC. He hasn't scored with his foot since like week uh, three. What's going on with this guy? Hey, man. Point blank. I'm over it, man. I'm over it. Me too. This guy. Me too. Is it time, to, it. Is it time to just uh, let's get rid of him? Look, our I'm biggest defender is uh, on here is Do- Alex keeps holding hope, and may- maybe he still does. I'm not sure. He's not here today. Um, but I, at the Open Cup, I was watching him, and he played a lot more. And I was just like, I don't know what's his point. Like, what does he do good at this point? He doesn't, you know, we try to go direct. He can't bring the ball down. He's not quick exactly. enough. He's not quick enough anymore to beat anybody. The, the league, I'm telling you, this is, I say a lot of stuff, but the thing that makes the most sense to me is that he's an MLS 2.0 guy, and we're in 3.0. What he does just doesn't work. The league's better. Defenders are more athletic, bigger. He, he can't beat someone off uh, – uh, uh, off a dribble, he he can't beat someone to a spot too much. He, he can't. There's no pace. I mean, there's, I, I don't know what. I don't get it. Those header headers have been on a corner kick on a free kick, which like ninety to a freaking frisbee right at his head. And then the there were great headers. He could do that, but he wasn't contested in traffic. Yeah, exactly. Right. He can't so, get up. In yeah, he wasn't there. And and you do look at the stats. Uh, American soccer analysis. They did. He gets himself in dangerous spots. And maybe with Moutinho, you know, we'll get better service to him. But it's still relying on good service. And everybody used to hate on Laren for being relying on good service. Don Dwyer is relying on very good service. He, he doesn't create anything. That's why it, he's the backup. We got a $1.3 million DP who's our backup, who right now we looks like we were told Ruan's at the, who ends at the outlets, right? I wouldn't expect Lemisani, Jansen, and Tesho, and all these guys to travel to Portland. So Don would have had a chance to start. But he got a dumb red card, and he loses his opportunity. And Patino is scoring goals, right? Uh, clutch goals at Philadelphia, making stuff happen. You know, Patino's like, you know, I don't know. Play Patino right now. I don't know. Poor, Te- poor Tesho's never going to get a break, bro. He's no. <laughs> yeah, for real. They're going to roll out Tesho on Thursday and Sunday again. And then. Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. Am I missing something? Like, what? I no, don't know. You're not missing. I want him to get the, better, but I just the, don't see it. The thing it. that frustrates me with Dom is this the guy is a flopper. Every time the ball gets kicked to him from Brian Rowe, and he feels just a little bit of contact. The guy falls down to the ground. Second, he's an instigator. Yeah. He loves to instigate. No one's, I mean, no one's falling for it. Nobody's falling for it anymore. It could have happened two years ago. People would have fallen for it. Now, guess what? The refs are starting to notice. They are. It, it, it works the, the first time. Right when he comes in, he does it once. Yeah, And he does it. it to troll. He gets right up after he pretends he gets hurt. It's, it's to troll you, and he hits you with his shoulder. But 
what happens is uh, nobody respects him. You know how you respect the game, you give yeah. him a bit of space. No one respects him anymore or feels threatened that he's going to score. So they, they don't pay as much mind. And no. it feels like the the big man on campus who who kind of got like dethroned or or whatever. He he just he still thinks he's a big man on campus, and no one else thinks that anymore. And now he's a big man on the campus on this team. Chris Mueller's a, more of a fan favorite now than him. And we would we would be in such a better spot in the league if he turned it around. And I hope he does. He cares about the club. I don't think he doesn't care. I just think there's just you know I don't know what's going on. I I just he just it just doesn't work, man. Like he doesn't. He's lost his athleticism, and when you're that small, like Joseph, guy like Joseph Martinez, he can get away with it. Like he's yeah. he's probably small, a little smaller than Dom. Yeah, but. He still got his athleticism. He still got all all of his speed. He still gets way off the ground. He yeah. had a header the other day. That's oh, like made that bullet, bro. What? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like Dom, he used to have that type of stuff, but he doesn't have it anymore. He's lost his athleticism, so now he's just short and slow. Yeah, he's short, slow, and can jump in traffic. So it's he he can't do anything anymore. Yeah, when I watch some of his SKC goals, because I'm like, what, what what how did he score before? A lot of little like poaches in the box. A lot of people in the box. We don't play with that many numbers around the box. You know, I just I don't see how with our system it's gonna come for him. Everybody says the system's designed for the striker. I, I don't I don't know. It's just not this striker. Yeah, he he can make a near post run like Benji, but honestly, he wouldn't have had the space Benji did because Benji's faster. Yeah. So that's why Benji got the space. Benji and Benji curled space. his run. He did a little kind of like a little J, right? A little C, and he curled there it. There would have been no way Dom Dwyer would have been there where Benji was. He would have made the slow. run, but he would have not get there. It would have been yeah. too slow. So I'm rooting for him. I don't care. Call it hate or whatever. I'm rooting for the guy. We would be better if he's good, but right now, he, he, I feel like it's obvious he's the backup. If he was going to start, he would have started against Columbus. They suck. And Tesho played 120 freaking minutes. Tesho's just outplayed him, like point he blank. Has, he's yeah. outplayed him on both yeah, on both sides of the, on the pitch. He's he's outplayed him. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to tweet out a thing from American Soccer Analysis showing just the other contributions Tesho makes, which defense, so you know, um, just creation and things like that. Where where Dom is just kind of like he gets in dangerous spots and there's really nothing else. Nothing else. And um, and even when he's getting in dangerous spots, he's not finishing. He's not finishing them. So, so it I, I just that's my point is I don't see the point right now. Dom's a answer to a question we don't no one's asking. All right. Well, you're talking about big man on campuses. Boom. So now I think there's a new big man on campus. Uh-oh. Who's that? Sané. Sané. Ooh. Oh, he's getting some love from uh, Bobby Coleslaw. Uh, <laughs> you know, Come on. We've been to defenses. we got to call him Warsaw now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Warsaw. No, Coleslaw is good. Uh, Bobby's giving him some uh, love, you know, talking about how bad he was last year in his article and then speaking about, you know, I didn't give this guy the credit or the day last year, but this year he's finally proven that uh, with Janssen, those two are basically the best two center uh, defenders in yeah. the league. We're, we're 10th in goals allowed, I think, right now. We're top 10. When when yeah. Sané and Janssen play, we're top 5. Yeah. So Sané's getting love in the MLS world, you know, and so is our defense. He was team of the week, too. He was yeah, team of the week. Uh, Asquez, you know, he was there, too. So on the bench, but he was there. Uh, but what do you guys think of uh, Bobby giving some love to uh, Sané? No, Asquez was starting Sané on the bench. Oh, Sané on the bench. Sané played his butt off anyways. But what do you guys think of Bobby giving some love, Eddie? I think Sané deserves it. He's been a leader. He's been he's been pretty good. There's always a moment. You'll see the same with Seba Mendes, another excellent player. They just have really dumb moments. Just one dumb moment where Sané's like trying to like karate kick a, a, a clearance and he doesn't hit it. And Mendes does a bad back pass, but... 
overall they've been spectacular. And I, I think I was I was noticing how good Sane's passing can be and how important it is to our offense. And then that I think this that pass to Ruan highlights that was that was a, that was a world class pass. Mm-hmm. Not not a lot of not a lot of defenders can do that. And uh, we have two defenders who are good on the ball and can pass. And it, the Philadelphia game cemented my love for Sane. I more of a more of a defender Sane than not for most of the time. But that Philadelphia game, we were down to. He was just everywhere. He was hustling. He was bringing the people, the fans. I mean, the players together. I, I, you know, it, maybe is he worth nine hundred thousand? I don't know. But that's no. probably what it took to get him from the Bundesliga yeah. here. We got to remember the context. That's what it took to probably bring him here. But right now, he keeps playing like this. Then it, the numbers don't. You know, you don't think about it as much. Yeah, Sane to me has, has done a great job. Um, Cleon, what are your thoughts on that? Well, uh, I think he. Like uh, Orlando City, they put out like an interview with him or something like that recently, and he was saying he was saying like last year he was just not good because he, he was saying like he he was saying whether it's when you whether you're coming from Bundesliga and going to MLS, he's saying basically he was saying he just he was having a hard time adjusted to it to MLS play and he, uh, I mean me personally I don't get it, <laughs> but um he was saying it's it's just it's hard to adjust to the to the play style and over here, um. But he's saying now he's comfortable, and now um, he's actually got a string of games together now, which was always the problem last With year. a consistent partner. Yes, with that, too. But, I mean, normally he was the one always out. Well, then his partner was always out, too, last year. But um, now, you know, he's got some. He's actually getting a string of games. He's staying on the field. Uh, he's not been getting injured or nothing like that. So, um, I mean, I guess he's finally got some consistency going on with, with himself and then with a partner. So uh, we're starting to see more quality. And I um, remember last year we talked about Sane. He would be a little slow to react or, you know, he seemed almost slow. I feel even like at the beginning of this year. Yeah, at the beginning of this year. I feel like he, he's breaking stuff up. He's early. He's jumping over people. He's reading the game better. I think he's used to the to the to the league. Uh, for both sure. of them. Both of them need to work on. Uh, I, I don't know how you work on it, but both of those guys, they're too big to be losing as many headers in the box as they do, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they 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 got they can work on that a little bit because yeah. they seem to lose some crucial headers in the box late in games. Y- Janssen was both of them. Janssen was Janssen and Sonic. Janssen was a bit tired, but Zardes was all over him with the headers. Zardes should have had two goals, yeah. especially late. Janssen did like a like he couldn't jump. He maybe he was just tired, but he looked like he barely jumped over phone book. And Zardes put it just outside the post on on that one. So you know, I'm gonna write it off to being tired, but. But yeah, Sane, the the goal from NYC, um, a little guy got the got to the header where instead of Sane, which led to Morales' tap in. So yeah, yeah, they're they're not perfect, but probably the best duo we've had so far. No, it's definitely the best duo we've had so far. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's talk about the Atlanta Night United showdown that's coming up here on uh, August sixth uh, here at the Orlando uh, Exploria Stadium. Uh, so they blocked out. Uh, what was it? Uh, to sell tickets to Atlanta United fans. So only people in the state of Florida could buy the tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some... Uh, Which they did to us at Bobby Dodd. Yeah, so. they did the same thing. Um, but they did give them the allocation of tickets for the supporter groups and everybody for that little section. That's, listen, the bottom line is people can go anywhere and buy tickets, StubHub, or, you know, it is what it is. You're still going to get Atlanta United fans mixed in with the Orlando City fans for that game. But let's talk about that game. It's going to be a big one. And it's probably the one, if not the biggest game. It is the biggest. 
ever for Orlando City. It's the only one that's meant something so far. Yeah, so it's the semifinals of the U.S. Open Cup, Orlando City, Atlanta. Here in Orlando, you know, when we played Atlanta the first year, you know, that guy with the bloody uh, face that was all over Twitter with the white, you know, shirt, that was bloodstains over because he got his butt whipped by one of our supporter groups, which... Good yeah. job, guys. Um, well, that's because he threw batteries into the, yeah. the support. They said group. they did that, huh? No, they, the supporter they, groups that they did that. No, this no, well, don't don't they the the what supporters group our supporters group said he threw, threw something into our ever. crowd. He yeah. like a kid, so then they beat him up. Yeah, so they threw like a battery at a kid or something. But so, whatever, whatever. Ho- Hopefully, we beat all of those guys from up north. They're not from the south, by the way. They're northern. <laughs> They're north. We're unless. not advocating violence here, but if, but uh, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. Or or accusing of violence. Or, or yeah. accusing. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly, 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 allegedly. Yeah. Um, sound like a little dry snitching to me just now. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that's what that sounds. Like. <laughs> we didn't do anything. Anyways, um, yeah. But uh, I think this is going to be bigger. It's going to be uh, it's going to be hectic. It's going to be. Uh, a big, big, big rivalry game. Um, just OPD better get all their off-duty cops and everything <laughs> there. What do you guys think about the Atlanta United showdown for the U.S. Open Cup, Eddie? Yeah, it's the biggest game in MLS uh, Orlando City history. This is like Cleon said. This is the only game that actually has meaning, right? Yeah, we we, so we had that that winning streak in the first year. We almost got to the playoffs, but that last game was really meaningless. We were knocked out at that time, or we needed one of those miraculous, you know, everybody loses. Yeah, like everybody. Had, yeah, you like you like like a bunch of results. Like Panama go. got it to get in the World Cup yeah. kind of thing. So um, this is the most meaningful game. And come on, I mean, we get to the finals by beating Atlanta. That'll be the the greatest. The greatest moment ever. We're going to be so unbearable, annoying, and so much trash talking if we do that. Oh, my gosh. Get ready, Alana. If we win, buddy, you're going to get the smoke like no one's business. And, you know, it'll be, it'll be great. It'll be huge. It'll be historic. It, I think that we're going to be pumped. I don't care if Atlanta fans come. Come. I don't care. We're going to be louder than you. We're going we're gonna to out-chant you, out-sing, you know, do the whole thing. I'm not, I'm not scared of them showing up here. Uh, I want them to be here to to see them lose. Yes, I I feel good about this game. Uh, I feel like they have another game around that time. I, I feel good. I feel like we're playing well, and I I think we got a real shot of beating them. We should have at least gotten a point at at Atlanta, you know, if not beating them. If we, you know, Don Dwyer would make some shots, yeah, and uh, uh, made some made good decisions in the open net. So, you know, so I, I'm not, you know, I'm not. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I've I, I helped people get some tickets, and Alex did too. And a lot of people were were very helpful to get other ones, other fans tickets. And we, there's, it's cheap. There's no excuse, my guys. Go take the day I off. I got some good seats. Man. Yeah, me too. You do. I got I got right next to the uh, OC bench. Nice, nice. All right, we're I'm all right, being I'm right in my regular seats. There you yeah. go. Clean. I got his section six, and I got the whole bar behind me too. Section six. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you section six? Three. Section three. Oh, you're on the other side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cleon got his. They got a butt imprint in that seat, and it's Cleon's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm I'm excited, guys. I mean, people show up. If you haven't bought tickets, they're still fifteen bucks, five dollar beers, four dollar hot dogs, the whole thing. No so, excuse. Are they still doing that for that game? They yeah. are. Yeah, the okay. power man is back. There's no excuse, guys. I mean, you, you can't say, oh, we, we need to win, we need trophies, we need to we need to we need to go after it and not show up. Hold on. One thing. I have to complain. What's that? I hate waiting almost a half an hour. Yeah. Can we get more people to be employed yeah. to, and not run out of hot dogs? 
We gotta work on that. I mean, me, me, my fat ass need some hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was I, I was going to the line as you were leaving the line, so I could attest to this. Yeah. And uh, I missed that Greenwood save. I watched it on TV while I was in line, which I never get food, but yeah, just, I got food. I, my uh, wife well, was there, and you know, went with my daughter, so she wanted food. And then I finally go when she wanted more food. I go, here's my card, and just go downstairs and get it yourself because I am not moving from here yeah. and, and spending a half an hour sitting in line. We go. need more. More uh, people and to my, work on those. Well, I mean, they all, they all, I mean, they, I the they open up booths as they open up stands. So, I mean, yeah, you know, just like they only open up a quarter of the stadium, they're only going to have a quarter of the booth, of the, of the food thing. Yeah, but there. when you have only but two registers open, this one here, I mean, this game here, they open up the whole stadium. So, I would assume the majority, like majority of those would be open. So, yeah, I think so. And if not, look, if you're worried about it, you want to show a game, eat before you get there, man. Whatever. Good point. Yep, there you go. But it, look, no excuses, guys. We got to show, show up. up. We'll all be there. Show up. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I'll be yelling right there uh, at James O'Connor if he's not doing a very good job. Oh, man, this is going to be great when we win. Ooh. All right, let's talk about the race for seventh. Yeah. Man, and it wasn't. it doesn't look good after today's games, you know. It looks like Chicago won, New England won, uh, our guys from up north, Atlanta, won. What did you say? I'm up north. Yeah. So um, we definitely got to win this weekend or tomorrow against Portland. Um, I did see Juan Montino did go. No, Chicago drew at the end. Oh, they did? They ended up drawing. Um, but I did see Juan Montino in the pictures that he was going. So hopefully he's in the 18. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about this game tomorrow against Portland? Uh, is it just like how we did uh, Seattle? Um, just you know, get our guys not B-C team. Yeah, B team basically, which even our B team did pretty decent against Seattle. To be honest with you, that's true. Um, but have the B team go out there and uh, play because then you're coming home and playing on Sunday. Yeah, I I think. Um I don't know, man. You guys tell me if I'm wrong, but I just I can't see how they sent Tesho back out again, Sonny and Jansen, which which means to me that are we going to go with a different formation? Because when we only do the four three three, when it's Jansen and uh, and uh, Sonny, so we're we doing three five two again. Or, um, what do you guys think? I sure uh, hope not. Yeah, I, I think you can't do three five. Yeah, no, no, it's trash, no. bro. Every, every time, every time we play it, it's no. Yeah, yeah, he, he, and he then sw- we had, we end up having to switch back to the four three three just to to bring the game back. I think it's I think you're I think you're right. Uh, I forgot how quickly he switched to that four three three in that in that Philadelphia game, yeah, right? Because we we get ourselves in trouble playing it, and then it just doesn't work. So and and then you know what's funny? I want to see who plays left back because remember last year he would just throw everybody left back like like Will Johnson and different people, Tony Rocha or whatever, right? And now Kyle Smith is just our white Tony Rocha. He just like wherever you need him, he just put him out there. So I don't know if, we, if we'll use a left back, a left back, and use Acosta and Kyle Smith for right, a right back. And then I don't know who will be the center, too, at that point, the center backs. And Are you going to put O'Neal in there? And, and O'Neal uh, has a concussion. I don't oh, think he's available. So he's not available. So it's DeJong, DeJong and Miller. And Miller? Maybe. But, man, that's an inexperience right there. That is very well, inexperienced. Sané and, uh, and Janssen definitely didn't travel? I don't know no, if they no, didn't no, travel. Not, we're not saying, saying that. We're saying if you know if they're not going to play him, to give him some rest. Yeah, I'm assuming Nani didn't, but I don't know. And then we were told that they, well, they saw her at the Nike outlet uh, recently. Chris Mueller's got a picture there. I don't know when that was, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd expect Mueller and Juan and Nani to be rested and Tesho, too, most of all. I mean, and, um, and, uh, and well, then he, hasn't, he hasn't played for about, a, what, a week? Who? 
Nani. I mean, he was out with food poisoning, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he could, but they, he we're playing Sunday, cross country. You know, I don't know turf. You know how the people view that stuff. So That's I, true. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. I think Portland. Their last. Their last few games. You know, they have. Wow, well, they have. The last five games, they have one loss to Montreal and um, and uh, one draw and three wins. And they they've been their defense has been good. They held Houston to a, a clean sheet. Uh, Montreal scored two. Dallas clean sheet. New York City clean sheet. And Colorado got two against them. So, so I mean, Portland's a, a, a tough team. I don't know if we're just going to kind of give it up, but we need, we need, we, we need a, I don't know, we can't really afford to do that, but we got a game on Sunday against the Eastern Conference opponent. So, yeah. do you, you kind of surrender a little bit, or what do you I, do? I mean, we're, we're fighting for that seventh. But now, my question is this Are I mean, we, if we get a point? I'd be ecstatic. No, I'd be ecstatic for a point also, but are we concentrating more now on the U.S. Open Cup? To try to win it, I don't know, man. Or are we doing both? I think trying to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think he's trying to win every game, just like I say before, bro. I don't think we're going out trying to throw games. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're literally going and and next game up. It's like how they said, next man up, next game up. But if we go with like nine player rotation, like we did against Philly, is he really trying to win that game? You know, or he just really believes in that depth? I mean, we we could do what we did against Philly. We pulled out a point on the yeah. road with with the B team. I don't know, man. I, I I don't know why I feel kind of quietly a little bit confident that maybe we could squeak out a point over there. It's going to be a boring, ugly game. We're going to be, you know, parking the bus and, and yeah, see think, what we can I do. Think he's, I think he's going to try to pull another uh, the way we did on with Philly on the road where yeah. where you basically just try to park the bus Red Bulls in the first the half. Yeah. Park the bus in the first half and then um, maybe bring in maybe bring in some firepower in the second half and try to and try to pull one out. I definitely think. I so. I mean, unless unless you you know you get to the half and you're already down two or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. What do you think, JD? B team. I think it's gonna be a B team. Park the bus. Park the bus. You're Portuguese. That's your default. Uh, Mourinho style. Yeah. Um, park the bus. Get the B team out there. Just park the bus. And then if you get lucky, like we did in Philadelphia with Patino coming in and Dwyer scoring, you know, and then we get lucky. Yeah. We. I mean. I'm not counting on Dwyer because he's got the red card. So yeah. it's going to be probably Benji and Patino up front. Uh, Mueller is young. He'll probably play. Mm-hmm. And then you're definitely probably. Might pro- be Robinho, bro. Yeah. Or it could be Robinho. Good point. Yeah, That's could true. be. Good point. Robinho. Um, to see what he can do with the mm-hmm. team. You know, yeah. he's been practicing for about a week now. Yeah. Um, and then in the midfield, you're probably going to see Sasha. Yeah. I think powers, probably. yeah, maybe. powers, uh, maybe even Seba, yeah, um, and then in the back, maybe Asquez again. Asquez deserves it, or Asquez, and then or Yuri, you might get Yuri. Yeah. You know, he's been coming off the bench, uh, and then in the back, you might see Montino, and I mean, uh, if Juan's not there, then you're going to see Kyle Smith on the other side, and then you probably see your Kamal Miller and Dijon, or maybe Sane and Dijon, or Dijon and Yanzu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you'll have Brian Rowe in the back. And, yeah. I, and I gotta say something. Maybe not even Brian Rowe. Maybe it's uh maybe it's Grinowitz. Grinowitz. And and talking about Grinowitz, I mean, I can't say anything bad about Rowe. Rowe's been saving a lot of yeah. our butts in a lot yeah. of games also. Yeah. You know, so I, I can't go saying, Hey, you know, Grinowitz should be the starter when Roe has saved our butts in a lot of games yeah. and has had a, a, last a couple games. of yeah. clean sheets. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, honestly, we have two good goalkeepers. 
I, I mean, yeah, we made fun of Roe at the beginning, but he's showing that why he uh, he was with the Galaxy and he played good yeah. with them. Uh, that's what I, I said when we when we were debating who's going to start. He's he's reliable, and that's what he's been. He's been reliable, and um, you know, goalies are partially responsible for the defense's organization. They're a lot more organized too. I mean, I look at the goal differential from this year to last year. Yeah, we're what plus one right now. Uh, is it plus one? I, I think, think it's so. plus one. To last year we, we were have minus five clean sheets. Yeah, and last year we were what minus thirty oh, probably yeah, it at was this point. You know, so I mean. That defense and the goalkeeper has to be doing something right, Definitely. you know, to be be on that. No, yeah, go ahead. Um, Red Bull Sunday. Red Bull Sunday. Uh, that's right. We got the Red Bulls, and hopefully by then everybody comes in yeah. and, and starts playing. Um, at that point, you know, for the home game, showing everybody, you know, Nani plays, and then Tesho plays, and you get all your starters in there to win against your Eastern Conference foe. Yeah, I think the Red Bulls uh, game is huge. It's an Eastern Conference, and we have to beat everybody in front of us and get points in every single, you know, in most of our matches. They just lost to Toronto today, and um, they got a they got a controversial call to to win against uh, to win against um, the NYCFC, tied Atlanta before that, and uh, they lost to uh, Houston badly before that, right? So it'll be the return of Amro to Orlando. So an Ambro revenge game, I guess. I don't know. But um, we'll, we'll, um, I, I don't know. I feel good about the, what's coming up um, here, what's coming up for Orlando. And I feel like we're going to have uh, players who are finally rested, I'm hoping, for Sunday. And uh, the, the crowd's going to be hyped up because we, we still have the Open Cup euphoria the last time we were at Explorer Stadium. I feel good about it, man. What do you, what do you guys what do you, what do you think, Cleon, about the Red Bull match? <laughs> yeah. You caught him off guard there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's why I did that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why we jump away over there? Well, Red because the, the game is Sunday. We the don't pop Sunday. next week. We're, Sunday, uh, you got tomorrow, Portland. Yeah. Sunday, uh, Red Bulls. I, I have no idea, bro. I have no <laughs> idea. The next game up, bro. Next game up <laughs> oh, is Portland, it. right? Oh, that's it. Yeah, one day. Yeah, All right, so day. let's go like this. I, I, don't, I, don't worry, I don't worry about things too far in the future. All right, so I don't worry about what's next. What's, what's your prediction for tomorrow's <laughs> game against Portland? <laughs> mm, one goal game. One, okay. Either way, right? Either way. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie? I don't know why I keep asking Cleon to give me like an ex- like who scores and what. He never does. No, like, yeah, I don't know. I got I'm gonna I'm gonna for some reason. I'm not say, a witch. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. You're not Miss Cleo. They, you're Mr. They, Cleon. They don't have uh, witches in Bermuda. No, I'm not a witch. Oh. No, no. They got okay. That, that must be in Haiti. Wait, we got Santeria in Puerto Rico. <laughs> All right. So um the <laughs> um Oh, yeah, forgot to say hats off to Benji. First uh, homegrown Orlando homeboy, first MLS goal, clutch. You know, all his, his two goals have been extremely clutch. Um, so yeah, I'm proud he, of him for that, man. Goals. Yeah, man. And the Orlando boys are doing good. Patino is another one who's been a good surprise. Well, I, you know what? I feel, I'm feeling optimistic, man. I'm, I'm, I'm high here on the club. I'm going to say we, we pull a point out of Portland, one to one. One to one, man. So I'll say that. And against the Red Bulls, I think we went two to one. And that, that's it, man. We got four points from uh, so far. I've been pretty right on how many points and where we're going to get them on this little streak. And uh, I how don't many know, points have we had since the streak? Uh, we got um, seven. We got one against Philly and two against the Crew. So I'd say we lose to DC. We we take one against Philly in two games, and I said we beat the Crew twice. So we have seven. Yeah. And how many? When we had that conversation, how many? We was said there? we needed to get to about eleven. I said twelve. Okay. Yeah. yeah we get hey, look. We're we beat the Red Bulls. Getting... We we beat we get the Red Bulls. 
at home and we beat them and we get a point at Portland, that's 11, man. Feeling good. We would keep us in well, contention. I don't think we'll win in Portland. <laughs> no, I don't think we're going to win. I think we'll, I think we'll tie. Uh, I'll give the tie. <laughs> I mean, we'll give the tie. And the Red Bulls here at home and Exploria Stadium, I think we'll defeat them uh, with a nice victory. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, Yuri's page. He's got he's got a picture. So uh, Rubinho is there. Yuri's there, obviously. Matinho, like you said. Yeah, Matinho's there. John Matinho. Yeah, he's there. Ranjitsi. Yeah, Ranjitsi. Oh no, there. I saw Roe. We can't we can't have three keepers. We're not sending Roe, Greenwich, and Ranjitsi. No, they they they've been they've only been using Ranjitsi as the backup. But you guys, well, as the second. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kremins has just been doing open cup. Yeah. So, so they, then that means I mean, either Randersing or Roe are going to start, and and also, um, I don't I don't know if you guys follow Nani's wife on Instagram, uh, but she's back in town. She arrived about three days ago mm. from uh, about a two week vacation to Portugal and Greece. So he got the food poisoning. He's eating out. So uh, no home cooking. So that's probably why he got sick. Mm. <laughs> and uh, so I, yeah, I don't think he. I, I, I thought he, that was going to be going somewhere. Right? <laughs> no, I doubt. I doubt it. I doubt he traveled. To, to be home with his kid and his wife. Yeah, yeah. You know, while they you. they've been gone for two and a half weeks. Yeah. So and she hasn't been posted. She posts a lot, but she hasn't posted anything uh, to yesterday you. or today. So uh, you know what, not Nani. It's not like everybody says that Nani is just a, a workhorse. It's hard to get him out the training pitch. He gets mad every time he's subbed. So it, it's not like he doesn't want to work. Well, yeah. I don't know, guys. I'm excited, man. I'm feeling All super right. optimistic. Well, we're over the hour, as always, here at Orlando Lions Den. So, guys, uh, don't forget, get your tickets. If you haven't gotten your tickets to the uh, U.S. Open uh, Cup against the Atlanta uh, Fart Nighted. Um, <laughs> Where'd that come from? Uh, I don't Fart-nighted. know. Fart Nighted. Five just, wipes. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the Atlanta team. The northern team, not the southern team. Northern team. Yeah. Uh, so get your tickets. We need every supporter out there to go out and tell these Atlanta idiots that we are the best and we are the South, not them. So go out there and get your tickets. Cleon, Eddie, it's been a pleasure as always. Anything, uh, final comments or anything? I'm out of here. No, that's it. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Until next week, right here on Orlando Lions Dead. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.